Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Up to 90. God, Emma, I'm sweating. How are, are you? you? Yeah, I am sweating. I actually just um, ran to the shop there before... I was on to you to get some bread. You know yourself, the old bread. Because Shane was actually working today. It's bank holiday Monday. Shane was working today. Ooh. I was not. Um, so we had the pool, all that jazz. I was sick yesterday. Oh, Emma, what's going on? The bum bum was Wasn't sick. Was it a 24-hour thing? Oh, not the bum bum. It was the bum bum, yeah. Um, Something ate? Yeah, I don't know. I thought it might have been something I ate, but then a family member who doesn't live in this house told me that they then had a similar thing today. So I was like, oh, interesting. Um, But yeah, I was just a bit sicky, sicky with that. So today I was kind of like back in action, clean the gas, you know, had a shower, that kind of buzz. And... uh, yeah, you need to shower after the sicky bum bum. I have to say, oh, I you do. And even though I had just washed my hair, no, I washed the hair again because you know the way, like you kind of have the sweats. I'm just thinking this is such an awful fucking introduction because I, I could know. just imagine if you were a new listener. I can just and imagine like, that up to ninety coming in now. Can we just ask Amy, our editor, to not put it in now, please? Like, Wait, just give it time. And I'm like, please, surely I had a beat or there was, I had some add-on <laughs> to make that relevant or funny. Like, you know, when that music comes in, I'm just cringing. I'm like, please tell me there was something that was edited out there. There never was. No, but I just but knew it was going to come in. It was going to come in there after when you said, ah, yeah, I'm after the sticky bum bum. You have to have a share up to now. And Julie. Up to 90, up to 90, up to 90 with Emma and Julie. Oh, yeah. I, do you know what? I think you're just being compassionate because you know I'm not pooing ever. So the no, fact that so you're not. like, oh, yeah, it was like Poo City yesterday. I'm like, fuck you. What would, if you're going to the shop now to buy bread, would yeah. you be buying a sliced pan? Would you be buying brown? Would you be buying white? Okay, so the favourite bread is best of both. 
It's like Miley always Ooh. said. Or Hannah Montana. You get the best of both worlds. Do, 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 do. Yeah, so best of both worlds. Like, and then I did. I, huh? Who was that? Who Hannah, was that Montana. Hannah, Hannah Montana. Hannah oh Montana. When you said Miley, this is 100% true. I immediately thought. General Miney. Also, yeah. that doesn't sound like something Miney would say. No, Miley, who we talked about last week, that's yes, one of the course. songs her character uh, Hannah Montana had. But I did pick up a bit of McCambridge's. Oh, I did get some garlic bread because we've no garlic bread. And I did get a few currant sausages. Currant sausages, in my opinion, are the best sausages going. Interesting. Number one, number one for the current sausages for me. We're we're on the Malin sausages in this house, but I mm. am now vegetarian following the latest episode um in rural living. So if I think it was maybe two nights ago, mm. Fred came in, it was like twenty to eleven and he was like, There's a sheep stuck in the fence. So did I tell you about the lamb that was like running wild around the garden crying for its mother and we could hear the mother crying and the lamb was crying. So it was all very Jodie Foster. Silence the lambs. So, I mean, it was up there with, you know, when you're pregnant as well, you're like, this is just too, I can't, like, this is too much. Like, it's, yeah. it's just horrendous. It's up there with, I was reminded during the week when my when my mom was pregnant with us. So when she was pregnant with the twins, dad went off to extra vision. Do you remember those days when there was an extra vision? Yeah. And I remember them, yeah. In the video and he picked Sophie's choice for a woman pregnant with twins. So, it was up there with that in terms of this, just the timing's all wrong. So two nights ago, Fred's like, there's sheep stuck in the fence. I'm like, what the hell is going on at the moment? Yeah. Went out, so the sheep, the two horns are stuck in the fence. Now, I thought if a sheep had horns, it was a boy sheep. But obviously not. Aww. So the sheep stuck, Fred's wrestling with the fence. So I say, come on, we'll get some pliers. So we went, we went, got the pliers. I'm holding the torch, directing poor old Fred as he's cutting the fence and next thing the farmer comes along and (laughs) we had broken part of the fence you know you're not supposed to do that obviously because it's the farmer's fence so Fred's standing there with the pliers and your man comes along and he's like oh my god she broke through the fence and we were like yeah and Fred's just standing there like hide the fucking pliers get rid of the fucking like he's just standing there I've got the torch Fred's got the pliers so Fred flings the pliers and then the farmers tell us, oh, this one, like, she's given us nothing but, but trouble since the day she was born. And, you know, when you're suddenly so protective of the sheep, <laughs> I was like, maybe you're the one with the problem, sir. And then he says, she's blind. And then Fred said, how did she get stuck in the fence? She's blind. And, uh, like, so, uh, just to Fred, between Molly the cat being blind, the sheep is blind. Are there any animals in this parish that can actually see? It's like the valley of the damned up here, Emma. Well, Julie, I know I haven't seen you, I haven't physically seen you in a few months, but I can imagine that the boobs are looking majestic at the moment like never before. You've already got the hair. I think you're going to have to pull a bit of an Aaron Brockovich on this and start oh, investigating. Yeah, there's what's something going on with there. these blind animals? And what's also, going on? not to do a whole Flint, Michigan on it, but I will actually send you a photo of our water is like orange at the moment. So it is. We are like in welcome. It is like welcome to Flint. So between that and all the animals are blind. I'm just like something is going on. Jesus. 
That's terrible. So we're off. So we're off the meet now. Oh, can I do a quick request actually before we start? Because I'll probably forget this. First of all, Sinead got in touch. Lovely Sinead. She was all about Molly the cat. So we love Sinead. And she wants to give a shout out to her, her old buddy, old pal Louise, who listens to the podcast. So thank you so much for listening, Louise. Sinead, thanks so much for getting in touch. Loved your message. You know the way to my heart. And I also have this mad, I mean, it's not a mad request, but this is just insane. So I got a postcard. I got a postcard a couple of days ago, one of the free on postcards. And it's addressed to Julie, Fred and Bump. And it's from Evelyn, Maggie and Ellie. And they said they love the podcast and they wanted a little shout out. So, of course, we're giving you a shout out. Such a gorgeous thing to get a postcard in the mail. I can't believe it. And the funniest thing was the address on this. So the address yeah. is to Fred Cook, Julie J and Bump. I mean, how fucking cute, like in the address line. About a half an hour outside of Dingle, Dingle County, Kerry. No. And I've got to. So I thought this was, when you started this, I thought it was like, do you remember I told you to send yourself a it's postcard? Great. What, what was yes, it? To Pitsnake. Oh, yeah. So this Where is it. This is it. It's happened. Where's so the you picture on Instagram then? So I'm going to throw up the picture on Instagram tomorrow. So I just wanted to say it. I say it on the podcast. I'm going to throw it up now tomorrow. <laughs> but we had said this, that we were going to prank on post. Yeah. And put up a picture of a postcard addressed to Fred and Julie Dingle. <laughs> and it's like it's happened. It's like... This is manis- manifestation. Oh my god! This Isn't is that brilliant. so funny? And like, what, like, what cuties? Evelyn, Mikey, and Ellie. I love you so much. Honestly, it really actually did make my day. <sighs> I'm so so chuffed. Oh, so funny. I don't know has anyone ever sent me a postcard. Bar, I would think maybe Pierre. He was my French pen pal for like two seconds, <laughs> yeah. and then. Appeared like the the rest of the men of my life. I have a request here from Nicola. She wanted to say hello to her friend Alana, who just had her second baby Otis on the second of April. A Donegal woman living in Wellington, New Zealand, and more details above. I don't know. Uh, and she's uh, Nicola's also from Donegal and living in New Zealand. And remember, this is the one I forgot about. So they both listened yes. to the podcast. And you see, her friend Alana had originally given her a shout out when she had just had her baby. So she oh. wanted to return okay. the favour. So they told me that there's actually uh, Irish women in New Zealand who are listening to the podcast. And um, come here, do you know what story I encountered today? And I thought it was actually so funny. I was like, I must say that to him. Did what? you hear about this fella in, Th- in Thailand who stole all the flip flops because he wanted to have sex with them? <sighs> he's got some kind of mad foot fetish, Emma. I know how you feel about the foot fetish. I want to have. one woman who needs to hear about this. <sighs> so he stole them because he wanted to have sex with them. I mean, how would you have sex with a flip flop? I mean, it's. I don't know because I mean, okay, you could slip it in there and then maybe fold it up to create a bit of friction, but. That's true. I mean, 
you're compromising the flip-flop then once you start folding it up and stuff. They're not, you know, they're not designed to be folded. Well, they're not designed to be fucked either, but they're not designed to be folded up. You know, I just had a moment there and I was like, is this like when I imagined Eddie Murphy was in that film, The Easter Bunny? I was like, did this actually happen? So I just did a quick Google. Man in Thailand flip-flops having sex with so the daily mail also reported on the story but what i love about the daily mail is um they've included in the title perverted man with the foot fetish just so we know this is a normal but you see this is the thing if somebody has a foot fetish does that automatically mean that they're a pervert well, no, because everyone's, I mean, no, everyone's got their things. I guess this guy probably took it to extremes because he has stolen 126 pairs of them. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, well, he's a thief. <laughs> exactly. No. Who's to say what's normal and what isn't in the scheme of things? I know, that's speaking. the thing. Yeah. You know, I'm sure what most people get up to, I'd be like, that's weird. And what I get up to most people be like that, you know, like, I don't know. And then, I mean, I feel like, sure, I said that before on Pornhub. I once put in romantic sex because I was doing, obviously for research purposes, you know, yeah. yourself. Now, and it came up zero results. Like, that's when you know you're a pervert. When you put something <laughs> in Pornhub and they were like, nothing. Yeah, well, yeah. You heard, of course, about how Scott and Sophia broke up. Scott Disick and Sophia Ritchie broke up during the week. Yeah, I saw, I saw, what was the story there? Well, I mean, that's basically the story. So he went into, um, uh, poor old Scott was back in rehab again. (laughs) And they've broken up, but they're still texting since the split which is always a danger. It's a dangerous area, isn't it, when you break up, but you're still but is texting. But is he still in rehab? Are they texting while he's in rehab, is it? I think he's out of rehab now. Right, okay. So it said, yeah, that they were still texting after Scott's recent stint. So recent stint would suggest he's out. But you see, she's 21 now, so she can buy her own drink. Yeah. So say if she was 30 and he was 46, you'd be like, grand. But I think we'd all agree. I mean, as somebody in their mid-30s, I would have very little to say to a 19, 20, 21-year-old. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I well, relationship-wise, yeah. I think it's unfair on her as well because I think someone of his age, if he's been through so much, like he he already has three children he's been in rehab you know however many times and then what age was she when he got with her 20 anyway yeah it's it's fairly it's heavy isn't it it's unfair because I don't think like if he's back in rehab this quickly after his last stint he obviously he must have had some clues that he probably wasn't ready to be in a relationship with somebody and I think if he was with someone closer to his own age they would have challenged him on his shit as well like I don't think she could challenge him the same way purely just because life experience 
Yeah. Yeah. I think if someone was, if he was with someone close to his old age, they could maybe see signs or whatever. And like, don't get me wrong, it's not her responsibility, regardless of who. It's not his partner's responsibility, regardless of <clears throat> what age they are or whatever. But I just think like to be to go out with somebody so young when you've definitely got a lot of stuff that hasn't been resolved is quite un- it's quite unfair. <clears throat> to the other half like like I'd feel quite yeah. sorry for her yeah well I mean I guess it's just obviously he and like I think we've all like we all like Scott like you know oh yeah he's the, like, the mean, star of the show as far as I'm concerned oh yeah I mean that's why they kept like rewriting him in even though like he was in a new relationship for the last three years because they clearly realized how much they needed him like we yeah. all love and we all have such a soft spot for him but I guess you know for a 19 20 21 year old it's not on Scott that you know he does have these issues and things that he has to work through but it's probably not a lot of fun for a lot of the time for a 19 year old 20 year old who I mean at that stage you know people talk about baggage and I think everyone gets to a certain point in their life and they have some kind of baggage but I feel like with addiction and things like that it's so complex it's just an awful lot for a 19 or 20 year old to understand and that's not to take from like who's to say what her life experience was. Yeah. And, you know, maybe she doesn't understand. But I just think, you know, somebody who is in their late teens, early 20s should be having fun. Yeah. And it just, it probably, I'd imagine it was just quite heavy. Yeah. Well, I suppose she, you know, she probably didn't have, uh, you know, inverted commas, normal childhood or whatever. She's probably a lot savvier. Yeah, there would be part of me that would definitely feel like he's taken advantage of her to some extent there, her naivety. Yeah. yeah. But then you know yeah. that's not a fucking crime. Like that happens in relationships all the time with people who are the same well, age. Unlike the man in Thailand stealing foot flip flops to have sex them, it's not a crime. But you would like to think. I mean, obviously, as you say, you can't help you, who you can fall, who you fall in love with and blah blah blah. But you would think somebody in their late thirties would say, you know what? I think you're great. Yeah. But, like I have my own shit to work through. You're like doing your knee insert. Like let's yeah. just come back in a couple of years. Because you do have as well, I think, as you get older, you realise, like, certainly as a teenager, I would have always been very impetuous and had this, like, now or never attitude. But, like, what's nice about getting older is saying we can actually come back to this relationship when we're both in a better place. Well, Julie, I think you should just stick with Fred now because you are due in a few months. I can, no, look, I think we've we've discussed and we're better as friends, but we're just going to hold off before we do the big I mean I want to get my VIP magazine I'm determined I'm determined to get that VIP Let's get that first get that first um maybe fake engagement and then just to really kind of compound the breakup then the breakup's gonna happen but we're still texting we just want to be good parents and um, we're co-parenting that kind of thing consciously uncoupling I'm just gonna throw all the buzzwords out there in that yeah. interview they still love each other very much. Yeah, I wish them all the best. Um, all that kind of thing. Well, hang but on, no. let's just get this straight. You wish him all the best until he finds somebody else. Well, I mean, of, of course. I mean, I would not be happy if he met someone first. Like, you no. know, 
you know that will be it for me like the second he meets someone I'm like it's been a big mistake I want us to be a family I bought a baby gym like come watch the baby play the baby gym <laughs> and you know what when I thought because before we started recording I was telling Emma my new I was gonna say my new drunk internet shopping but I don't I <laughs> I don't want that sound bite taken out of context. No. But um, my just late night internet shopping has now turned into like baby shopping. So I bought a baby gym last night and I sent you the baby gym. But then I realized that the color would give away the gender. So I quickly deleted oh. Well, yeah, I think. I know, I basically said it on the extra Patreon. That's I what I was just going to say. Everyone who was at that Zoom party knows. I know, but I look, didn't want to I make think... a big deal about it. But I was like, okay, and none of the rest of us did. In fairness, high five to all of us. Well done, yeah. everybody involved. Yeah, but we all came away from that knowing. But you see, the thing was, it was on me because I did invite poor old Fred into the into the Zoom, and it, it was just one clip and comment, and suddenly the cat was out of the bag. But you did. I have to say, what I do love about you, Emma, and the other people at that Zoom party. <laughs> Nobody came back to it. No. Like everyone just processed the information, had a okay moment and then moved on. But I know, look, I just like to keep I just like to keep up the pretense. Oh yeah. Well if you, yeah, if you want it, that's perfectly fine. It's like when the chat you know your niece or nephew no longer, you know, believes in Mr. S. Um, the king of Christmas. But like they're playing along, you're playing along, you're just like, what harm can it do? Yeah. Well, I can tell, I could tell that Fred doesn't give a shit. Who knows? But you still care for some reason, whatever. That was just a particularly bad troll. Um, but I did say to myself, I was like, I'm not going to, you know what? I'm not going to give Ensha the time or the notoriety, uh, notoriety that he clearly craves by reading out that screenshot. Because then we're just going to have to go through that whole thing of, no, don't listen to him. And it was from about it was from about five years ago. It was a couple of years ago. I think what I I won't read the whole thing, Mister, but I will say what you know the way on on the Edinburgh posters and the tour posters when people take the quotes from Chortle. I think mine's gonna be like you know the way in Chortle this comedy magazine we were saying before Emma mm. that people think that like Chortle the writer might say you can say he's accomplished. And then some people take the word accomplished. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, haven't you? Got to do. So I'm going to do the same for Encha's comments for his review. But in this instance, what I'm going to take is excruciatingly shit. <laughs> that you could throw it up there I just can't believe that you still have the screenshot ah uh, yeah no, well you know me like I mean it's, it's, as I said to you like it's great for me to flick my bean off because I'm so into self-flagellation but, but you're obviously sitting at home you're like you know what I've been feeling good I've been feeling good for too long now it's been too many yeah. days in a row. Let me just go and look at this. Let me go look at a few things now and start to gradually piss myself off. 
And the funniest thing was, was that, I mean, not to make any assumptions about Ensha as a person based on his profile, but it just seems so unlikely that he would happen upon bitches who brunch. Mm. I, don't, I don't know what part of that video he thought, yeah, this is the one for me. Uh, not to stoke the embers of controversy, but I did want to ask your opinion. Did you see GC got into a bit of trouble? What trouble did GC? Because that's kind of one of the few people I try to keep abreast of all our comings and goings. So GC, um, now I don't know was this, oh, this was today actually, but okay. she had put up, she put up a, um, a video of herself in the garden and in the background, she's talking anyway, um, uh, she's just wishing people happy Sunday vibes and all that kind of thing. And then the brother in the, and then she says, obviously in relation to like what's going on in America at the moment. Um, it's terrible what's going on, what we're seeing at the moment, but love will conquer. And then the brother, Russell, chips in and he says, all lives matter. And then GC says, all lives do matter. And Lady Gaga, we love you. Now she's since deleted the video. Um, okay. But proved to be very controversial and she got a massive backlash because people were like that's exactly what you're not supposed to be saying at the moment like yeah. everyone is so people coming out and like their rebuttals to Black Lives Matter is well all lives matter and I think GC anyway you know uh, she, apolo- she, she apologized she said oh the last thing I wanted to do was to cause any offence um, she wasn't aware of the connotations all that kind of thing yeah so she got into a little bit of a bit of bother, um about it. But I mean, obviously, completely tone deaf. I would like to think she just didn't get it. Yeah. It wasn't, from a, it wasn't coming from a malicious place. But I mean, just talk about the worst timing ever with everything that's going on right now. Like what not to say. All lives matter. But it has since been deleted anyway. <laughs> God, I kind of kind of feel for her because I'd like to assume that she just didn't have a clue there. She didn't realise that all lives matter is kind of a rebuttal to Black Lives Matter. Do you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. she... Um, I saw something actually today uh, on TikTok, of all places, and Lizzo shared a video that this girl made where... Um, like it was just green screen, but she, like she's like, come on, we have to have to go help this house. It's on fire, and then the person who's also played by her, she's like, yeah, but what about my house? And she's like, yeah, no, but your house isn't on fire. We're just gonna go and help this house that's on fire. Like there might be people inside it. Like you know this house. And they're like, yeah, but does no one care about my house? And she's like, yeah, but your house isn't on fire. We're going to go and help the house that is on fire. Blah, blah, blah. But I just thought like, oh, that's a really like good, simple way to explain it. Like we still care about your house, but we're just going to go and sort out the house that's on fire first. But we all still really care about your house. So it's like, mm, that was, that's very clever. But yeah, you'd hope that... You see, that's the thing about GC. She's lucky in the fact that no matter what happens, she can always say, yeah, I'm thick. 
Yeah, she can play that card. Yeah. I know we've talked, sure, we're always talking about it, but the whole thing of like cancel culture. And I think, you know, it's like a, a massively offensive thing to say at the moment, but exactly that, that you would like to think she didn't realise that she was being offensive. Mm-hmm. And you know, she does seem to be contrite about it. So, you know, do I think she should be cancelled for saying that? Obviously, you know, people were being for her blood. No, I mean, it's really disappointing that she'd say that currently, but I think it just points to her not being informed about what's going on. Yeah. Which in and of itself is probably a bit shocking because at the moment, I mean, obviously it's all anyone's talking about. So I personally would have thought that everyone kind of knew how like All Lives Matter was essentially a rebuttal to Black Lives Matter. Um, but I mean, obviously not. Yeah, see, I suppose people sometimes, and we're all obviously guilty of this, just as human beings, people hear the information that they want to hear, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or that's, they hear the information that's, um, you know, relates to them and their current situation or their life or whatever. What I would, you know, obviously a lot of people like that, they're unfollowed and all that, but I mean, it's easy to say when you're on the position, but like what I would have done there would have been to come out and say, look, I need to educate myself on this topic because I really did not mean to, you know, hurt anyone. And in the current climate, I totally get why everyone is so pissed off at me, but I actually need to inform myself now. That's what I need to do. Um, Yeah. But look, I mean, it comes back to the thing with like, say, Instagram stories, et cetera. But I guess people say something in the moment not realising, like, the ramifications. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, if she, I think if she tried it, I think if she tried it again, and, you know, as you say, kind of, like, educate herself, tried to get it right, I think that would be really good because I suppose that's a lot of people have fear around saying something about it in case they get it wrong. Yes, and there was. Whereas you want to kind of nearly just encourage people more to speak up and to ask or whatever, rather than just to be completely silent about it, because obviously the total silence isn't really working. And that's what was nice about there was kind of a shift, wasn't there, the last few days? Because obviously, you know, black and brown people being maltreated and degraded and murdered on a daily basis in America is nothing new in and of itself. But what I thought was lovely was the last few days, so many white people were saying, you know what, like I'm almost a bit scared to say anything here because I feel I might say the wrong thing. But I think it's really important that. You know, you do stand up and say something on this subject because yeah. exactly that, like silence is a level of complicity. But that was nice because people were saying, Acknowledging. I'm a bit nervous in case I put my foot in it or I say the wrong thing. And actually, Mary Beth Barone, who I love, who's this amazing American comedian, she put up something and what whatever it was, I came to it a couple of days later, but somebody had said, she was saying, look, I want to learn, I want to educate myself, like, how can I be better at helping, like, end what is essentially, like, this is, I mean, essentially, like, a white supremacist state at the moment, and then somebody came back and was like, you know, you need to not say X, Y, and Z, and she was like, thank you so much, I've actually gone back, and I've changed that for my caption, but I was like, that's good, because it's yeah. opening up the conversation. Yeah, and you see, I think it is actually... 
important for us as Irish people because there's so many of our relatives, distant or otherwise, who are members of the police force in America. It has obviously been a huge tradition that it's an area that a lot of second generation or whatever Irish people end up working in. So I think maybe sometimes people think like, oh, sure, like what what difference does it make what we think here in little old Ireland? But I think actually it probably, it does probably more than we might initially think. Well, especially because so many of exactly that, so many of those cops would identify as Irish and look to Ireland as almost like this motherland, you know, the way it's still almost held, held up on this pedestal. So to say yes. that actually this is not okay, I think actually could, it can have a massive impact as well. And also it's no harm for, you know, you know, I don't want to say like America's insular because I'm sure most countries are insular, but you know it's good it's no harm in a way for a country to see how it is viewed through the prism of other countries as well Mm. so you know something's happening here and then you realize it's getting reported across the world you are conscious of the fact wow like this this makes us look really shit yeah do you want to talk about Jacqueline Chassa and Dan Osborne oh yeah so they're split up now aren't they but they're back together now, I think. <gasps> yes. It's it's all a bit Jump. off and on, isn't it? I think when I think when you have kids, you kind of have to make no, a decision. You, you do. You you defo do. Um fuck's sake. Because what, I, would, what would your take be on the whole sitch? My take on the whole sitch situation is uh you have to, like, fuck's sake, just fucking stop. Because, like, say me and Shane have been together, what was I saying the other week, 12 years? Something like that. But it had, that was not, there was a break at one point in that for, like, three months. Um, yes. And then, so if you've come back together, you, like, you have to make the decision, okay, what's what's now going to change what has to change on boats you know because it's it's a two it's two people you can't just say it's not it wasn't working because he was a bollocks and she had to kick him out it has to be there's two people no it's two people whether it's one person's being the bollocks then the other person is allowing them and making them think that they can continue to be the bollocks now, I never had any of that kind of shit. Well, like, I don't know if he did the dirt, but like, I never had any of that kind of shit. But still, if he's break up and you come back together, he's have to make, he's have to actually talk, like, seriously, what he's about want, but what he's about need, what's going to be different this time around. And then that you can't use the whole thing of like, oh, I don't even know why I got back. Or like, you have to decide then if you're in it for the long haul. And if he's break up after that, then that has to be it. You can't go back again because it's that's a fucking joke then because you're you're just using breaking up as part of your fucking foreplay or whatever it is like that she's just yeah. using that so she can get the so she can clear her head 
and do what she wants in the gaff and then he come and she's obviously her or him, the both of them whatever they're feeding off the drama they're obviously not able to just have a normal mundane existence if, she, if she's like how many times is that now well I do think there reaches a point and you have to say we're either together or we're not. Well, sure, they're only together a few like, years anyway. It's not yeah. like this is spanning I mean, over fucking 20 years, like. But, Just, I mean, for such a short relationship to have so many breakups, like, ultimately, I definitely do think you can break up with someone, reevaluate, and come back, not as new people, but having actually talked about, okay, what part of that dynamic was not working and what do I need to work on? What do you need to work on? Because, I mean, obviously, that is a relationship. I mean, people yeah. have these, you know, I mean, sure, myself and Fred have had huge fights before where you think, oh, my God, like, is this it kind of thing. Of course, But yeah. you just come back to it and say, no, look, this is what we need to do. But a couple that has been together for such a short time and continually breaks up it becomes almost like the modus operandi of the relationship and I mean that's just toxic for everyone like there's no way and this thing of oh well marriage takes work of course it does but like not when you've only been married for two seconds like to this extent that you'd you'd have to break up continually clearly there is something not working and you also have to it's like anything if there comes a point and you have to just call each other's bluff and say, well, we've given it a go. We've given it a go a few times. That's it now. It's working. But it can't be just like every time it's not every time it's not working, or every time it's gone to the, it's going to the shits that you just break up. There has to be That's like you're wondering how long is it going out. on, and then somebody's moving out of the gaff. Like, did you go yeah. to a counselor? Did you try and implement any other things? You know, like, you know, something that's a big trigger in it for you and a big trigger for him. Did you try and eliminate them for a while and see what happens? It just can't can't be the default because ultimately that just becomes the way you always resolve the argument is break up you one of you breaks breaks up I mean I used to have this desperate habit and it was so bad and then Fred had to call me on it when we would have a fight on the phone I'd always hang up Mm. and I just wouldn't want to I just wouldn't want to talk to him and I wouldn't want to have the conversation but it took everything in me to change that because that was always my modus operandi that I would always hang up and probably turn my phone off for a day or two yeah yeah but like you have to, you know, obviously in their case, it's just the case of, well, I'm gone. That's it then. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And you know yourself that it's like a, a toxic move or whatever. But when somebody actually calls you out in it and you're like, yeah, actually, that's fairly shit. I, you know, I'm not going to do that anymore or whatever. But uh, yeah, I, thought, I mean, how many times? And they're not even together that long. And I can like... Not that I can relate to them, don't get me wrong, but like say I can understand, say like obviously when they got together, he already had a child. Yes. Or she was pregnant anyway, wasn't she? She was pregnant, yeah. And then they go on and have two children of their own. So obviously things become a little bit more complicated when it's like a blended family and there's always external people involved, really. Do you know what I mean? Whether you like it or not, there's always, in their situation, there's always going to be external elements that are hugely involved. 
But like, oh, and I can't even believe it so quickly. How long was she away from him and like, you know, defiant oh, in her I fucking gaff? Yeah, I know. It's just, and I guess it's probably one of those because I have, I know we've talked about them before, I think when we were discussing I'm a Celebrity and I was saying, look, at the time I was like, look, your man, I mean, after hearing that voice message, I just, it it's, I find it very hard to have much time for him after that voice message that he, or not even a voice message, but the, uh, the recording of mm. him giving his ex-partner ex abuse. Because it's just so extreme. But I did say at the time with I'm a Celebrity, I was like, look, I mean, ultimately, and I think you were saying as well, Ems, like, I feel for them in that, like, it did, it does seem, you know, a lot of people willing them to not succeed. But you wonder, is it pride? Is that what keeps them coming back to one another? Because no, we can't let those people, you know, think that they were right about us. We've got to give this another go. But I mean, that's just, just a really silly re- reason to stay in a relationship if it's actually just about pride and proving people wrong. I know. Like, on okay, on the surface, he seems like a shit. And she seems like a doormat. But I mean, obviously, there are two people in a relationship Nobody has a fucking idea, but still, for two people that have been together, like, what, five years? And to have broken up so many times when there's kids, I just think, no. If it's just the two of you and you're at that, I'd say I no, know. but you'd say, look, do whatever you want to do. Like, this is this is obviously totally exhausting and is a waste of everyone's time. Like, a totally break up and get back together, but, like, Something has to change if you're going to bother your whole going through all that pain and whatever and then getting back together. But if you're just going to do it, as you said, like as kind of, you know, your go to, what's the fucking point like? Yeah. Like who who, who can be packing? Like that means that you've got to keep on top of the laundry all the time because everyone's got to be ready to pack up their fucking bags and leave straight away. I mean, honestly, like practically. But do the kids just have their little weenie bags at the bottom of the bed? Like you can. Like I said, that's a, what we have in Jack. And then Jacqueline's like, oh, we're, you know what? I'm just getting a takeaway. I couldn't be arse cooking. And Dan starts banging on about his macros, his <laughs> micros and all this. And she's like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm gone. And like the wheelie bags are just out the door. Dan's like, and Dan's like, I don't know, like looking in the mirror or something. And like he kind of he thinks he hears, he thinks he hears a car engine. He thinks Jacqueline's left with the two kids. It's just fucking stupid. It's just, it's just taking too long. I know. It's I just, think I, mean, I think a big problem for some people is that they seem to think that being in a relationship is a personality trait, and it's not. Yes. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't define even remotely who you are, or any. It's. It doesn't mean anything about you. All that it means is that you're in a relationship. So yes, you have to. That's. I would imagine that's two people. At least one of them is unhappy, and it probably has nothing to do with the relationship. If not, both of them are unhappy, and it has nothing to do I mean, with the relationship. Both of them have to be unhappy on some level, I would think. But I mean, I you know, I don't know. It, it's all madness. Um, but look, 
Hopefully, this is the last time the girls each will have to get really like Each, you know us, we're not ones for talking. Would you not even like start to share less from the element of your life? I know it's like you know and that's the thing with the social media and I know like Jack Jacqueline now would be very like open on social media in relation to like she's obviously addressed the press a few times this week directly and but I mean you do wonder and it comes back to what we were saying with Chloe and the face and commodifying it and then you know people do talk about something that you have commodified but it almost feels like at this stage with them like the relationship's the commodity here. This is it. Maybe, like, they know exactly what they're doing. Well, then someone was saying, oh, and her, like, loungewear line is out this week. This can't be a coincidence. Yeah. I just love, I love the celebrity tinfoil hat brigade. That's what I love. <laughs> Putting it all together. But, like, we don't, first of all, I mean, this infuriates me. We don't need another celebrity loungewear collection. We 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 had the loungewear before this. Nobody, nobody thought when it was COVID nineteen and lockdown and like don't come into work unless you can't work from home. Blah blah blah. Nobody thought fuck. I haven't got enough loungewear. We we yeah, we're, we were already up to our fucking oxters in loungewear. We before you were dusting off, you were dusting off the L period pants. <laughs> As, I, as some people like to call them the O'Neills. Do you remember those days, the O'Neills? Dusting off the period pants and you're good to go. And the ah, thing yeah. with You can have a period for three days in a pair of O'Neills and no one would know the difference. And her loungewear sells out all the time. I've never gotten that about the loungewear because the only person seeing me in loungewear is Fred. You know what I mean? I'm I just know. like, who... It's such a strange one. Before we go, because I feel we have to, we have to mention this before we yes. wrap it up. Oh, I, I, how can we not talk about our old buddy, old pal? Kylie Jenner is not a billionaire, Emma. What? Kylie Jenner is not a billionaire. Did you see this? No. So for I was oh too God, busy on the loom the last few days. I think you were on the loom. So Forbes magazine came out. You know, we obviously there was the big hoo ha last year. How she was, um, this you know the what were I think they were calling it the youngest female self made billionaire ever. Blah 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 blah. Um, yeah. so they, Forbes magazine have stripped her of her billionaire status, and they came out and basically said, which I think the likes of Forbes, which is reasonably, I mean, I think I would think probably reasonably reputable. I've never read it myself, but they came out and said that essentially she gave the impression that she was a billionaire and she's not a billionaire never was a billionaire the company has never been valued at a billion and she apparently is in a spot above her now because they insinuated that she forged tax returns and this other cosmetic company uh bought half a 51 percent stake in kylie cosmetics they bought a 51% stake for something like 650 million because obviously with a view to like they presumed that it was worth a billion and apparently it was never worth a billion and Kylie came out and was like I'm essentially she was livid and she was like I never held myself up to be a billionaire and you know I can't believe I'm waking up to this and yeah so she's in a, a spot above her and I would think Forbes, if they're insinuating forged tax returns, 
they're going on something because you're not going to insinuate something like that without so you know something to back it up so but I mean, it's a serious it's a serious charge obviously so she's gonna have to like repeat the leaving <laughs> I know and then she did the whole like I've got blessings beyond my years and you're like yeah see you in court love you know what I mean I just what I, <laughs> but I mean it's but like I mean obviously the other company having presumed that this was worth a billion I mean that's I mean that's fraud isn't it Oh, yeah, it's fraud. But you know what I love about these folks? You know, give it up for Jesus and, you know, all this shite. Never seen. No, I haven't seen every episode by a long stretch. I've never seen them like the pain of whacking out a decade of the rosary. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We could all go around the gaff going like, you know, thank you, Jesus. Thanks for this fucking sliced pan of Brennan's bread. Thanks for... You know, the Tato, thank you for the crisp sandwich I'm about to fucking enjoy. All the rest of it. That's no bother. I want to see these folks whack out a decade of the rosary because if she could count that out, maybe she could count the money she has. She wouldn't be in this problem. That is very true. You know what? In terms of numeracy skills, actually, I think we should. I think we should be encouraging more people to count the rosary. And that would solve a lot of these cases. Wouldn't it? I yeah no and I just wonder how many of these you know pseudo religious heads um, I mean maybe maybe she isn't a god who knows but like I mean how many of them have actually sat through a whole episode of touched by an angel like come back to me then do you remember your one who was from Northern Ireland and she ran around she's an angel and like it would always be like things like you know somebody who had been in a terrible accident and they could I don't know like they could no longer see and they they couldn't walk and it, but their gift was she could play watercolors <laughs> and like she was like but now you have this gift you can do amazing watercolors you're never going to see the watercolors but I'm telling you like they're great so keep keep believing in God keep loving God Lord and you can bring your watercolors. You can't see the watercolors, but you can be. The Lord loves you. It was just, it was always so strange. But how many of them have sat through that? I just. I have. Two channel households. I have, you have. We followed it up with a bit of Seventh Heaven. Like, come back to me then, Kylie, blessed beyond my ears. <laughs> And you, and you know, you know, you know. By the way, Chris was the one who added on a few zeros there. Like, let's yeah. face and it. She said, "She says, I, blessed beyond my years." She doesn't say, "This is part of God's plan." You know. No. Well, look, I think, I think, I don't know, I don't know much about God, but I know that Kylie Jenner being in prison for fraud is not part of God's plan. It's it's not going to happen ever. Let's face it. There's going to be a lot of what she's going to do now is she's going to you know play the whole. I mean, not even play. It's probably fairly accurate. She's going to do the whole thing. Well, I actually don't. I don't do my tax returns. Like, yeah, well, this, this I, is it. I put on the lipstick. I put on the lipstick. I take the selfie. I take a very good selfie. I don't like mom does all that. Then mom will say, "Well, no, like I don't do that." Like it's just it. That's what it's going to be. Ah, uh, yeah, but you have to have that shit in order, like, because they will come after you, like. 
Well, I mean, yeah. especially it, it was, it was probably the wrong tack for her to take her immediate response being, well, I never said I was a billionaire. And you're like, well, you did pose on the cover in the suit and the the headline was Kylie well, is a billionaire. Well, so, you never you know, came it out. Often, it's not like when everyone was hooping and hollering about it. It's not like you ever came out and said, well, I'm, I'm not a billionaire. I think, you know. I think they I mean, kind of meant yeah. I'm well on my way, but I'm, you know, I'm not a billionaire. I just want to put, like, wouldn't you say that if you didn't believe that was true at the time? Wouldn't you feel like that needed to be cleared up? Because that was the big yeah, question. Because people because... said, so you're, so you're like a fucking billionaire. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> she never denied it until now. Look, she's going to have to do an online digital marketing course like the rest of us. That's it now. <sighs> fuck's sake 10 minute PowerPoint anyway, presentation so sure that's the latest we have to have a we have to have a car general update at least once a week um I know. and oh, we do only, we have the two oh right, before we go and bits this uh week so apologies didn't know what was going on um okay before we go just to say thank you so much to everyone who has supported us on the patreon and what we've decided to do is we're going to just give a little shout out at the end of each episode we're going to list off just maybe 10 names of real sounders who are supporting the podcast and we're so grateful because we know everyone has a lot of outgoings there's a lot of shit that people have to pay for so we really appreciate it so our selected 10 this week just to thank you for supporting the podcast Joanne, Molly, Nicole, Lorraine, Ali, Mirren, Claire, Jennifer, Ellie, Anna, and Ashling and Josh. Thank you so much for supporting Thank up you to very much. It really means so much. And we will be back this week um, with our celebrity scandal. We haven't discussed what celebrity scandal we are doing. Any any thoughts? Um we had discussed it. Will we have it as a surprise? Oh, yeah, go on. I, I, I'm wondering, could we mention one day? Will we do a surprise? Let's do a surprise this week. Let's do which a is surprise. For, I don't have a clue. You don't have a clue. So we need some time to have a bit of a Google. We do. Yeah, we need some time to have a think. And um, I hope you have a good rest of the week. Uh, I hope you're well. I hope your family is well. This is obviously to people who subscribe to the podcast um i'm just wishing you the, i'm wishing you the best uh for everything uh that's happening now and for your future and i'm just sending love to you who supports the patron and uh yeah that's everything i have to say i think just i'm wishing you blessings beyond your years yes and um, i'd like to I'm say thank- god bless to the people who support the patron not the other people oh Oh, I love, and you know so, what? Man. I think that's the most Christian thing ever. It is. That's yeah. like one of the Bible. Like whatever you do, don't waste your time. Don't bother your whole no, blessing not people. Because people have had yet. enough time now to do the right thing. <laughs> and I'm at the point. Yeah, I mean, now, so God bless patrons. Is the, of what it's actually going to be now.
I think it has to be that. Well, I think other than like a full on blood sisters, I think there's not much else we can do in, ter- in terms of wooing the Patreon people um, in the right direction. I will say, not just saying this, but I think the pay- the extra episodes, I don't know what it is, but I've had such crack on them and they're just so gas and so funny, if I do say so ourselves, that, you know, we're really happy with the content. I think you'd like it too if you haven't subscribed already. But that's it. We're not going to mention it for at least another week when we're doing another episode. Thank you for coming into our lives. I've been Julie J. I've been Emma Dorn. God bless patrons. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.